Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. All right, y'all, I got a fresh blowout here in Los Angeles with Mary Grace, my amazing hairstylist who I absolutely love. And it's Wednesday, and that means it's TLC Talk. Welcome to the Sarah Fraser Show. Fun fact about me, because we have many new listeners here, um, I dabble in stand-up comedy. I do, yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I used to be heavier and I have a joke about how I really kind of miss being large because you never have to worry about, you know, being sexually assaulted at a bar when you walk in, who's going to carry you out of there. I mean, nobody goes up to a bar, you know, you never see a guy go up and have an order 
I'll have a martini and a wheelbarrow for the lady. I mean, nobody ever does that. So I used to be a stand-up comedian. I still do. <laughs> if you're like, you're like, you better have a better joke than that, bitch. Um, and so fun fact about me. I do some stand-up. I do have a five-minute set. I occasionally do. But I have not pursued. I used to have a fantasy that I was going to be a stand-up comic and like, be a guest host one time on SNL, but I've realized that it's not going to happen because I can't stay up. I go to bed at 9.05, literally. I, 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 the only time I can do stand-up comedy is if like it's a brunch, a drag brunch show on Sundays. I don't get enough hours. I don't get enough stand-up comedy stage time. So needless to say, I'm not a stand-up comic. Instead, I'm a podcaster and longtime radio host. We've got tea to get to. Oh, We've got cheating rumors about a 90-day fiancé couple that just got married in August. We have a 90-day fiancé couple that tied the knot in June and are officially married, even though a lot of people feel they're toxic. (laughs) And TLC has great news for us. They have released the winter lineup for Sister Wives, and we now have a confirmation about if if Christine Brown is getting a special around her wedding. Okay, so there's all that to get to. Let's start with Sister Wives because I know it is everybody's favorite. Host, Suki. Suki, who is the host of Sister Wives One-on-Ones. And FYI, we are getting four parts to the one-on-one. Is TLC not savage? Those bitches have tuned in to end it going and watch what happens. And the housewife reunions, and they're like, oh, you guys do three? Let us one-up you. Watching paint dry on a wall with Cody Brown, who's a complete narcissist who will not hold himself accountable for anything. We're going four parts. Like, how many parts do you think they're going to push eventually? I think we're going to see six parts at times. I think a six-part one-on-one event. I believe, mark my words, I'm making a prediction. In 2025, I believe we'll have almost one solid year of Sister Wives content. The show is that huge for them. I'm just saying, mark my words. But the host, Suki, who's gotten a ton of backlash for what people feel like are her soft questions and not going in on the hard questions, not giving context to things. I defend Suki all the time. I think she's a great person. And we don't know the full story. Is production saying to her, you can't ask that? Are Cody and Robin going, nope, can't do that? I don't know. But I do agree that these one-on-ones are poorly done. The whole show is for a number one rated show. Um, In the sense, like, we deserve more. But I do have a caveat. We are going to get more. So TLC has heard our our call, and they are going to do it. But Suki is responding to the haters. (laughs) Good for Suki. She gets points in my book. She went on her Instagram this week to people going, oh, you're going to be so soft on Cody. People criticizing her interview style say that she never presses people. She never rolls the tape. Um, She actually wrote back to people and says and said this week, respectfully, I think um, that you are going to hear more than ever from the entire Sister Wives cast. I try to be fair, says Suki. Just watch it, and then we can discuss. She says that it gets better as the one-on-one gets deeper in. Okay, then Suki, I'm giving you a chance. And I I gotta say, I give her credit for coming for the haters. So Suki has responded to the drama, and she hears it. Now, this is my favorite part. TLC has released the winter fall lineup. Are y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? For what they are going to do 
all the different episodes and shows that we're going to be seeing of Sister Wives. So if you were panicking like I was that what are we going to watch because this is like the greatest show on television to hate watch ever in the history of television, we're getting a lot more of it. Four parts to the one-on-one. So of course the next one airs this Sunday, December 3rd, then the 10th and the 17th. Then we're getting a two-part look back. On December 24th, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we're getting the sister wives look back. All but one of Cody's polygamous marriages have completely fallen apart. Now it's time to look back at how the Browns got to this point and have them reflect on those early days. Then Talk Back for the very first time Sister Wives is premiering a two-part Talk Back series on Friday, December 22nd and Friday, December 29th. The sisters watch the revealing first episode of this season and tell us what was really going on behind the scenes. For the very first time ever, they will also respond to some tough viewer questions about social media posts. This is where the viewers get to have their say and the Browns, quote, talk back. Wow. The second part of it, which airs the 29th, as I mentioned, the sister wives react to the explosive season finale where Mary and Cody decide to end their marriage. They will also hear what the viewers thought of it all via viewer questions and social media posts. This is their chance to talk back and tell it like it is. Okay, so you know what? Finally, we're going to be able to get our questions answered like the ones we really want. Then the wedding special. For the very first time in history, one of the sister wives is now getting married to someone aside from Cody. Part one airs January 7th. The second part ends January 14th airs January 14th. After years of struggling in her plural marriage, Christine Brown has met the love of her life. Go behind the scenes and see every detail as David and Christine tied the knot in Moab, Utah. (gasps) Wow. Okay. So y'all, we are getting Sister Wives action through January 14th. And then I wouldn't be surprised if even more is to come. Christine Brown took to social media this week. Wooly. Sorry, uh, says that, you know, she's super excited about the wedding special. We're going to get to see it all. We're going to get to see so much behind the scenes. The other big news from Sister Wives is two things about Christine. One, I'm going to make another prediction. Christine Brown, 2024, will be on Dancing with the Stars. In an interview that she recently, you know, she's been doing, she and Janelle have been on a press tour. Yes, I'm trying to get them on this show. I would love, I'd I'd sit down with any of them. Cody, Robin, like I would love to sit down with Cody. Yes, Cody, yes. Um, But Christine gave an interview and she says that she and David are now watching Dancing with the Stars for the very first time. She never watched the show prior. She says she loves it. She's so addicted to it. She's so into this season with Ariana Maddox. She doesn't name Ariana Maddox, but she says this season. And she said she would love to be on it. Mark my words. Christine Brown from Sister Wives will be going to Dancing with the Stars. You wait. Christine's life is about to pop off. She's going to really take over. That Plexius T, the new marriage, the weight loss, the cooking show. I got to watch the cooking show that she has on YouTube. And then lastly, another kind of tidbit that's making the headlines is Christine actually says that seeing her kids have beautiful marriages, Maddie Brown's wedding to Caleb was the tipping point of when she knew she was going to leave Cody and what a soulmate really looked like. 
So she says, um, she spoke to today.com. When Cody and I first married, I loved him. I thought he loved me. We were just fine. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the relationship that we had, she said. I figured sometimes there's good and bad days. And then there would be good and bad weeks. And then months. And then good and bad years. I've been married to my Shmano for, oh my God, is it three years? Is it four years? I think we just had our fourth year wedding anniversary. No, we just had our three. It'll be four this coming in 2024. And um, no, you should never have bad months. We have like a bad night, a bad afternoon where I'm mad at him. And then we get over it. Um, But she says, you know, the whole family experiencing seeing my children get married and realizing how they fell in love absolutely changed me. She realized that for the first time in her life, a soulmate was real. I mean, look, to me, what we're realizing on Sister Wives is a group of people and I know Cody and Robin get a bunch of shit for this because they knew it like long before anyone else. But you're seeing adults realize that they were not in love. And you're seeing Christine Woolley for the very first time, like what it is like to have a soulmate, what it is like to have somebody you don't want to be away from. And that's a beautiful thing, baby, a beautiful thing. All right, there is, let's move on to all the dirt that is going down in the 90-day fiancé space. First of all, Gino and Jasmine are officially married. That's right. You heard it. A lot of fans are in an uproar about this because no one has been more toxic on TV since, who? I don't know. Who's the most toxic couple? Somebody from Jersey Shore, Flavor of Love. I don't know. But Flavor Flav. Uh, Jasmine and Gino tied the knot in June of this past year in Wayne County, Michigan. Shout out to Michigan where all my in-laws live. Uh, the clerk confirmed to news outlets that Gino and Jasmine, their storyline ends happily on this season of 90 Day Fiance. Despite fans watching their toxic back and forth, the two are totally married after meeting on a sugar baby dating site. Are her sons officially moving to, or her children officially moving to Michigan? That's the part that broke my heart. I don't know how she left those boys behind in Panama to come to Michigan with Mr. Gino. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. And if you're keeping up on this 90-day fiancé season, season 10, very big season for the franchise because it's a decade-long show or decade in um, – or whatever, 10 in their series. <laughs> I don't think it's quite been on a decade. But they are um, – you know, they've gone back and forth. They've they, She found lip gloss in his car that a lot of people felt like she planted – Gino had a bachelorette party apparently before she like got there. It's just a mess. So, but I've always said this about this couple and that's why I've sort of lost interest a little bit in season 10. I do feel like we've hit the tipping point where we have people like Nikki on. I feel like you definitely have people on like the bachelor and bachelorette that just want to be famous, just want to promote themselves and their brands like Miona and Jabri did. And I think Gino and Jasmine are lifers on TLC to some degree and I think she if you look at Jasmine's Instagram she's brilliant at doing this vulnerability thing and you know talking about her plastic surgeries and I I think it's all setting up for probably courses and you know obviously their cameos are for sale and a lot more and to continue they'll go from 90 day to last resort and so on and so on but I actually do think Gino and Jasmine are in love I do I actually think they're in love, and I think that they're playing the reality game very well, is my two cents. Uh, A relationship that looks like it has hit the skids is our friend Big Ed and Liz, who have been on this podcast, who I enjoyed thoroughly. But somebody actually found Ed's Bumble dating profile, which seems to be reactivated sometime this fall. So Ed apparently is back dating, and then Liz, I don't... I looked at this and I didn't think that this was like she was on a date. But Liz was out to dinner with a man. She did not show his face, but she showed his hands and his wrist. They were having drinks in San Diego. And a lot of people felt like this was a date. How y'all know that? I don't know. I mean, that seems like such a stretch to me. She could be out to like with anybody. And y'all, anyone. But 
she was out with him. And people say around San Diego they have seen her out with other men at night that are not Big Ed. And Ed is apparently back on Bumble. And he's fumbling around on the bumbling around and looking for love. Um, does he mention on his profile that he's into reality TV? I did not see that. But I like the guy that put up his profile on um, on Twitter. On Twitter. So I haven't heard, you know, people are saying that he cheated. People are saying that they're, you know, they're separated. They did last resort. And then they also got married in August of this year. August of this year, y'all. So I don't know. If anybody knows any more, if you go out on a date with Big Ed, would you please hit me up? I would love to know how it went. I want to know all of the details. But so far, Ed and Liz have yet to put out a statement that they are, in fact, separated or no longer dating. Let's move on to Thousand Pound Sisters. I can't wait. The Thousand Pound is The Thousand Pound Sisters season five drops December 12th. It's going to be a good one. A huge one. Why is it going to be so good, Sarah? Well, first of all, Tammy Slayton, after hitting almost 800 pounds, has lost like 400. So she's three something. She looks terrific. She's come off her trach. She's come out of her walker. She got married this past year. Sadly, she she tied the knot officially in January. Her husband, Caleb, passed away in like June of this year after they were separated at a rocky go. She was cited for marijuana possession. She was arrested out there in Kentucky in the KY. And Amy Holterman had a fiery divorce, had a restraining order with Michael Holterman. They're separated. He no longer lives there. Then the Thousand Pound Sisters and their other relatives got into such a monster fight on the beaches of Florida while they were filming, they had to halt filming for two weeks. The crew was traumatized and so was everyone around them. What? <laughs> what in the what? I mean, the trashiness, the trashiness. I mean, I, this is my, these are my kind of people. Wow. It's going to be a crazy season. But this week, Amy Holterman, one of the Thousand Pound Sisters, went public with her new man. She's a new boyfriend after separating from Mike Holt, Michael Holterman, and she says that she and the new guy have been dating for eight months. His name is Tony Rogers. I got to Okay, I, I'm not going to say this because I think I do have info about Tony Rogers, but I don't want to say it till I confirm it because I don't want to put out anything that's not true. The relationship comes eight months after she split with um, her husband of six years, Michael. Um, she put up pictures of herself with him. He's actually been seen in a YouTube video prior this summer. So people already had an idea that they were dating and people are very supportive. Good for you, Amy. You deserve to be happy. One person wrote while another follower follower commented, Amy, you look so happy. Love this for you. Um, so I'm assuming we're going to be seeing him too, her dating. And we're going to be seeing Tony on the show. Oh, December 12th, you're going to get that. Also, I wouldn't know this, but uh, thanks to you guys, I get the updates. Apparently, I'm blocked still by Tammy Slayton on TikTok. Tammy, I know you're listening. Girl, I love you. I don't know why. Like one time I said, and I apologized. You had a filter on and I said it made you look like you'd lost more weight than what, you know, was being reported. I apologize. Tammy is still not unblocked me on Twitter. Tammy, come on, girl. 
Well, Tammy Slayton did a TikTok video that she keeps her late husband, Caleb Willingham, close to her by wearing ashes in her jewelry of his. My necklace is actually Caleb's ashes, Tammy explained to her fans while showing off a music note-shaped jewelry piece in a video posted on TikTok this week. My husband, me and my husband actually really enjoyed music of all kinds, so a music note I thought would be fitting. She added that the ring she was wearing in the video is his fingerprint that's made out of ashes and inside it says Caleb. She says the ring is textured and it's really cool and I can feel his fingerprint every day. Tammy also went on to say, for those of you that have a necklace or a ring made out of ashes and you wear it, do you get separation anxiety? Like, do you panic or freak out a little bit because they're not on you? She says, I do that now all the time. I want him to be with me. Um, And, you know, apparently we're going to hear more about their relationship. She said that I was devastated by losing my husband passing um, on July one. So he passed the end of June, and she made a statement, official statement in July. And they were not together at the time. She says that we're having issues and working through things, but she loved him very much and keeps him with her all the time in the jewelry. I got one of those. When my uncle passed away, my gunkles, my other gunkle, gave me a a piece of jewelry, like a silver thing, and it has his ashes on it. I think I wore it once. You know, my gunkle wasn't really like a... ash guy or like a god guy I don't know so I feel kind of weird like wearing it like oh you know what I mean and then people go oh what a beautiful necklace thanks it's my uncle Tony you know I mean I don't know it's probably his foot in here um don't get too close you know (laughs) no whatever it takes though I you know I know people keep their ashes of their loved ones keep them close hey life is short we love our loved ones we want to keep them with them and god forbid I mean Caleb was 40 when he passed way too young to go oh but this was the interesting tidbit Tammy says she's not going to reveal how he passed away. It's private, and she doesn't want to get into the details of it. So I don't know that we'll have a conclusion as to why he passed. A lot of people feel like it was weight-related. He was relapsing in his food addiction. So that's been the speculation, but it doesn't sound like we're going to address all the details, at least um, in this season. All right couple of big things. First of all, I need to shout out In Touch that carried my, that, that did an article on my interview with Chantel Williams from, uh, Chantel Williams, Chantel Everett from the family Chantel. Huge shout out to them. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm In Touch Weekly. Go and read it. The family Chantel star Chantel Everett says she has definitive proof that ex-husband Pedro cheated on her. All done on the Sarah Fraser show. Somebody actually sent evidence to my lawyer that I'm not allowed to have for legal reasons, Chantel, 32 years old, explained on the Sarah Fraser show on Monday, November 27th. So he absolutely cheated. Um, if you want to hear my full interview with Chantel, it's up from Monday. It's a good one if you love the family Chantel. She is amazing, gorgeous, probably going to end up with a hot rapper. I'm jealous. I want to marry Jack Arlo. Anyway. <laughs> kidding i love my schman my schmandalorian is it for me the other big thing you want me to tell i'm telling you this early i wasn't going to reveal it but you know what screw it i love you guys and i know how much you love tlc shows on next week i have a two-part interview it's that juicy we talked for that long i have officially to the sarah fraser show lydia plath olivia plath's sister oh boy 
get a cup, get a, get get your favorite mug, get your favorite tea. Mine is dandelion tea because, you know, I'm going to do an egg donor, but I want to carry that baby. And dandelion tea is very good for fertility, very good for clearing the liver, making way for healthy um, cells and carrying a healthy fetus. Get your favorite cup of tea, pour it, and get ready because Lydia Plath reveals all. All. What Kim and Barry are really like, more about them behind the scenes, about the reality show or her reconciliation with her sister. Does she regret saying that her sister is a lot like Kim Plath? Um, she goes there about her own family. Did she ever want to date Micah Plath? Uh, what were the political disbelieve, disagreements that Olivia and Ethan had? You know, is this a Trump versus Biden? What's going on? It's a good one. It's going to air in two parts. First part airs Monday, December 4th. The second part airs December 6th. On the Wednesday when I do TLC shows, it is that big. So part one, be sure to be subscribing to TSFS. It's really juicy. Okay. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening and making this a top podcast. Every Wednesday now, I tack on to the this um, brand new show I rerun my recap of Sister Wives season 18, part one of the one-on-one. You know, I've been doing this all um, season long. So if you missed my recap of all my thoughts and the questions that should have been asked, here it is. Bye, everybody. Part one of the one-on-one for Sister Wives season 18 aired last night. And I'm going to give you the four most shocking moments going from four to one. But first, I need to apologize to all of you. Um, we may need a new host. I know. I'm a shady beach. I'm a shady beach. But, uh, I mean, Hero Breads. Oh, my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co, enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until 6. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. 
Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Okay, first of all, here's my initial like collective thoughts and then we'll get into actually what was the most shocking and relevant moments of the one-on-one. Um, number one, how many Rolex watches does Cody own? Okay, does the Codemeister own? Last nine, gorgeous. Look like a beautiful Rolex watch, blue um, band, unbelievable. I believe throughout the season, especially the first time we saw that Cody and Robin wore matching horse rings, maybe it was like episode nine. Um, he also had on a gorgeous Rolex watch, silver and gold. This man, Okay. I don't know if it's the cameos, the 18th season, the gun shows, whatever it is, this man is doing okay. <laughs> so uh, there was that. The other thing was at first I thought to myself, do they not have a hair and makeup crew? You know, we see the opening scene of the one-on-one is all of them arriving to the one-on-one. Okay. But they're like blow drying their hair. Robin is doing her mascara. At first I was like, Oh, snap. Like, they're not even getting glam. This is such a departure from the housewives. But they did get there, and they were they did get glammed up to some degree. It's not that type of franchise. The TLC shows are much more of the production companies are a fly on the wall to people's lives. They don't, like, make up, you know, it's not like hair, makeup. I mean, if, if the participants of, like, 90 Day Fiance or 1,000 Pound Sisters want to get plastic surgery or lose weight, that's like on them, but that's not really the MO here, you know, for TLC. So we see all the women and even like, why didn't Cody and Robin ride to the one-on-one together? We see him in his new Lexus sports car, the two-door drop top. He's rolling in, talking about what he's thinking about, if he's nervous, which he says he doesn't get nervous until he gets there to the studio. Anyway, those were some of my initial thoughts, but they did have glam. Suki was the returning host. And it's not that Suki is a bad host necessarily. It's just that there's no, there's not even a like, what I enjoy about the housewives is when they come to the reunions, there's a bit of a dropping of the fourth wall, meaning the fourth wall is representing the camera's production, like behind the scenes. There's a bit of like, how was your year? You know, what's been going on? If there's something in the headlines, like Christine being married, you know, we know this one-on-one was taped before Christine even got married because she refers to him as her fiance in the one-on-one. Not only that, but Janelle's lost a tremendous amount of weight since this one-on-one was filmed. So they wrapped filming maybe a year ago. Maybe this was filmed like a year ago, eight months ago. You know, a general frustration. So frustration. So I wish there was some connection back to real time, which, you know, is not Suki's fault. But this the questions are softball. They they are again, I've said this before because I've been a host and I've done um been on, you know, I contribute for lifetimes married at first sight, some of their shows, their um 
they're like um, after party show. I've been a guest and um, they have their kickoff show. So lots of times there's things that like you can't ask by production or even the talent. So I can never like blame Suki, but there is sort of, there does seem to be a lack of like connection maybe between Suki and the, you know, the sister wives. Like, I don't know if she doesn't speak to them much throughout the year. There just doesn't seem to be like a bond there to ask like a deeper kind of off the beaten path question that we all want to know. Okay. For example, Robin, it never looks like you are really shedding a tear. So Sobin, are you Sobin? Or are you not sobbing? Okay. Why? You know, do you, uh, what do you say to the fact that America calls you sobbing Robin? Okay. Uh, Cody, you know, I mean, like, let's talk about all the things. Let's make you accountable. Let's go through a list. Let's roll the tape of all the times you did not participate when the women needed help with the kids at their homes, whatever. The other thing I feel about these tell all these one-on-ones is they, I I really, I don't know what the excuse is at this point to not have them in the room. I don't know. I know they all can't stand each other in real time. I talked about the big interview um, that Janelle and Christine did with entertainment tonight last week. I did a whole breakdown and debrief why some people saw red flags in that. If you want to hear that, just go back. It aired last Wednesday. Uh, Let me get you the exact date right before the 22nd, November 22nd, right before um, the Thanksgiving holiday. So I broke that down. Some people had red flags in that because it was done in real time. And it talks about more about David and, and Cody's relationship and, and Christine and how Dave, how Christine and David met yada, yada, yada. Anyway, if you want to hear that, go back and hear it. But, you know, it just, it, it, it got, we don't get any back questions. We don't get the questions that we really want to know about. All right. Um, Christine, I want to, I want someone to ask Christine point blank. Are you, do you think if you were removed from Janelle's life, Janelle would still be with Cody? Because there's a part of me that believes that I, Christine, and I thought that was one of the surprising moments on the one-on-one last night was Christine is happy to see him jealous, Cody jealous. I think Christine still has a little bit of a thing for Cody. I do. Sorry. But I think there is a part of Christine that loves having Janelle. Uh, Janelle is like a bit of a pawn. They have like 18 kids. I think that's regardless. <laughs> it's like Christine is the pawn. She's a, she's a chess piece. You know, but ask Christine point blank. Do, do you think if you backed off that Janelle would have a relationship with Cody? Because she sure seems like she wants to. She really still has her hooks in there. Mary, are you a lesbian? I need to know. <laughs> you know, I rolls up to that one-on-one she gets in her big four by four i mean queen is giving me lady pond energy too you know would you be down with getting down with a gal it's 2023 honey we ain't holding anything back (laughs) so i do want to see those questions i agree with everyone and i do agree there's no reason that these guys cannot all be in the same room i know they're all not speaking janelle and uh, christine do not speak to mary robin cody they have nothing to do with them they don't want anything to do with them but you are contractually a part of this show wouldn't it be helpful to have them all in the room at least for one scene wouldn't that be explosive isn't that what we want to see y'all have been married for 30 years you can't do it for 2 hours 
We're getting multiple parts of the one-on-one. Last night was part one. We're going to have a part two and part three. This is going to take us almost to Christmas, and then we will close out season 18. If you are concerned that you're not going to get a season 19 of Sister Wives, oh, do not worry, my friends. It's already filmed. It's being filmed. We're getting a 19. We're getting a 20. We're getting a 21. And are we getting a Janelle Christine spinoff? They say they'd love it, but so far nothing has been confirmed. So we will we will see. Um, you know, Robin's contradictions go on and on. Last night, Robin uh, was asked by Suki if she would get together with all the women. She said yes. She would feel safe getting together with them. Then people were like, well, wait a minute, Suki, why didn't you roll the footage from when Mary wanted to have a Christmas get together with everybody? Robin said she wouldn't feel safe. Or the text message with all the kids that felt and broke apart because Robin felt they were picking on her or, or they weren't you know, including Robin. Like, let's get to more of that. Uh, One of the big internet questions people had is, do we feel that Cody and Robin rehearsed for this one-on-one? I think they rehearsed for the whole thing to some degree. I mean, Cody is like a Shakespearean, like a Shakespearean actor to me. I mean, like, not like in a great Shakespearean play, but you know, like in one. Uh, I think some of it is rehearsed. I think they definitely kind of know ahead of time. Um, A lot of people are saying, you know, Cody revealing that he never loved Mary, Janelle, or Christine after meeting Robin. People are saying, of course he would say that because he's going to protect his own ego. That being an egomaniac like he is, he would never just admit to his own faults in the marriage, marriages, and that things could have carried on. So anyhow... Um, that's, so that was like my overall collective thoughts of the one-on-one last night. The one-on-one did not feature David yet. It didn't get into Mary's sort of threat that she will not be quiet anymore. So nobody knows what's that's fully alluding to, but we'll get there. Um, it really addressed the demise of his marriages, his true love for Robin and, um, really kind of, I think almost like where Janelle stands with him and is there a possibility of reconciling? So here are the four most, my most shocking moments of last night, part one of the one-on-one. Number four, Cody wanted Janelle to come back early from a vacation to basically go to CVS and get him medication for his COVID. (laughs) So Janelle and Christine were on a vacation together. The Codemeister in the past year and a half contracts COVID, was very ill, calls Janelle, wants Janelle to come back to basically gather him some items and drop him off at the house. That's according, that was Christine's story. Uh, Cody's story is he wanted her to come back. She wouldn't. He felt betrayed. He was hurt. She has no empathy for him. Janelle's side of the story was he said, you know, He called her. He was very ill. She was concerned. She contemplated for quite a while about coming back. But then he said, sweetie, don't come back. You can't come see me. There's nothing you can do. Essentially stay on the vacation. Now, if this ain't proof of telephone, you know, the telephone game where you tell one person in the circle and by the time it gets to the end, it's a whole thing of misinformation. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, can anyone decipher what in the what? is going on there. All I can decipher is I think there was part of Cody who did want Janelle to come back and run to CBS for him. But I found that moment shocking for two reasons. One, I think Cody would definitely ask her to do that. Two, 
I, you know, Christine's the one that said she stepped in and said to Janelle, are you bananas? You can't even see him. He has COVID. Why would you go back, stay here on your vacation and enjoy yourself? I do believe that two things can be true about Christine. I think Christine is far and away the most happy individual from the sister wives group. I think she's the most well-adapted, well-adjusted with her children, with the whole situation. I think she's above and beyond it in so many ways. But I do think, like all of us, there's a part of her that enjoys getting back at Cody. I think that still has a little resentment and anger towards Cody that he wasn't in love with her the way that he was in love with Robin, which she said last night. Um, and, you know, I think she enjoys making Cody jealous with her relationship with Janelle. And I do think that Janelle may, in fact, still be with Cody if Christine wasn't in the mix. Number three, Christine's revelation of the moment that she knew that Cody was absolutely madly in love with Robin and the sweet revenge she now feels by essentially making Cody jealous of her relationship with Janelle. A lot to unpack in number three. So one of the interesting moments, now I know Christine has said this before on camera on the Sister Wives seasons, so it wasn't so shocking. It wasn't like the biggest revelation of last night. But Christine did say she knew the moment that Cody was madly in love with Robin was when they were first early dating and he was staying with Christine and he was getting ready to go see Robin. I mean, really, when you like think about these things, aren't they so fucked up? Like it's... <laughs> Yeah, you know, the human human condition, like human nature, we are jealous. Like monogamy never works. I, and I'll tell you, I've interviewed open marriage people over the years on this relationship, it, on this podcast, and it never fucking works. They all fool themselves. And like, or they, it works for a while. Then you reach out to them three years later and you're like, hey, what's going on? Oh, we broke up or, oh, we're monogamous. Humans are meant to be monogamous. Sorry. So anyway, um, Christine says, Cody was at the foot of her bed. He was fussing over what to wear and he was like so nervous. And she said, wow, you're really um, like, you're really kind of looking forward to this date or whatever. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, you're in love with her, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, I am. And that was the moment for Christine that it was like all over. She knew that he was madly in love with Robin. It changed everything. I think that was like 15 years ago. I'm not sure why it took her so long to stay, but that's all of us, right? We all look back in hindsight and go, oh, we should have left that relationship years ago. But I also think that combined with that moment, Suki kind of tells, asks her like, you know, so you're saying Cody is jealous of your relationship with Janelle. And she says, yeah, isn't it like great that he's getting a taste of his own medicine? These aren't direct quotes, okay? You know, like it was like last night. I went to bed, I forgot like exact quotes, Okay. Gives you an idea. So she she's like, yeah, I enjoy the fact, like, isn't it great that he gets a taste of his own medicine? Now he knows what it's like. We, for years, were jealous, upset, betrayed, felt hurt because of how much he loved Robin and all the grace that Robin was given and we weren't. And now he gets to experience it with Janelle. She likes it. Christine loves to just twist the needle, twist the knife just a little bit. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. That's the whole scenario. Number two, most shocking moment of the one-on-one -on -one part one last night was Cody saying that Janelle uses him like a piece of meat. <laughs> we must never get rid of this man. Never. He's such great television. 
literally as the one-on-one was winding down, he goes, you know what? I want to clarify something, Suki, about this season that was really not fully flushed out. And she goes, okay, what, what is it? And he goes, Janelle used me like a piece of me. I feel used. I am, you know, it is true about my pecs, my six pack ad. There was sexual attraction there. And she really, she just wanted the goods. <laughs> Suki's like, like, that's the problem with Suki. She doesn't have any real, under, like, real reaction. It's like, girl, what? Like, you're sitting across from this man. Now, he did look better last night, I thought, with the tan. Like, he didn't, I thought he kind of looked attractive last night. So, but I mean, it, like, he really believes that Janelle, all these years, has used him as just, you know, a sex toy. <laughs> Dude, come on. You don't have multiple kids with someone just like, well, actually you do, but I, I don't think Janelle, Janelle doesn't give me the vibe of using him as a piece of meat. That was like comedic just, it was just such a comedic moment. And the number one most shocking moment of the one-on-one last night, which I, I thought was, again, two things can be true. I thought was deeply telling of how in love they are, but also very sad for the other women is Cody confessing that he weeped for months on and off after meeting Robin. He was so in love. And also his big revelation last night that he was never in love with any of the women ever, that he married them. He, you know, he's his version. He tried to make it work. Some of their love, like with Janelle grew over time. Um, But he basically looped, you know, Janelle in there with um, it, not, you know, him never being in love. Now, here's the thing, like people went bananas with that, like how, like how, fucking insulting for all his kids watching how insulting to the women this is about his ego he would never admit that just you know he uh, like although i guess to me he really did admit right i mean he didn't his his fault is not owning the fact that like a year or two after meeting robin and knowing how in love he was that he didn't just tell the other women like he didn't just let the other women go right it was like a decade plus later But I mean, to Christine's point, and Christine has said this in the recent interview that I I talked about last week, Christine has said, I actually, I understand him now much better because I feel like with David, I never want to be away from David. I want to be with my husband all the time. And that's what love, when you find out you're madly in love with someone, you want to be with them all the time. So Christine had a better understanding of it. And to Cody's argument, I think Cody... You know, if you didn't, if you've never been in love with someone and then you are in love with somebody all of a sudden, you then realize like you that you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure for him until like BR before Robin, he probably thought he was in love to some degree with these women. But then after Robin AR, he was like, oh, hell no. Robin, it's like a whole nother level. You know, I think that's what he was trying to say. And that is something that I feel like I can appreciate the weeping for joy. I mean, I, I guess I can see him sobbing together. So I can also see that. Um, but him saying that he was never in love with the women, is that honest or is it cruel? I kind of think there's a level of honesty with that. I agree. The frustrating part about Cody, which also makes him very funny and interesting to watch on TV, is he does never admit fault. The only time I have really heard him be vulnerable and admit fault, which again, I think is 
we, we go back to like, do we need a new host or is the hosting bad? I do think that is like a place where press him on, dude, what is your fault? Like what, tell us, take accountability. What is, what is your accountability in this? The Mormon interview he did with the Mormon podcast, which is on YouTube. You just Google, Google Cody Brown Mormon. Cause I don't remember the title of the Mormon YouTube show. He actually talks about his, now he doesn't believe in polygamy, how awful the show was to his marriage, all these things. But, um, I, you know, I didn't find that as like people, people thought that moment where he admitted that he wasn't ever in love with them. I didn't find it all that shocking because these women have known that for a long time. Like that isn't news to them. The weeping over Robin, that might be news. But like Christine said, she knew that second. Um, definitely we got to push Sobin more. Don't you know, like I really would love to get, and maybe you just can't, maybe Robin is not open at all, but you know, you'd love to crack that nut, you know, because she really does come off as trying to loop herself in with Mary and Janelle and Christine. She, on camera, she really tries to say, Cody treats me exactly like he treats them. I, you know, I didn't know he was weeping. You know, I didn't know he was that in love with me. He was like, she totally plays surprised. So is she at all? Like, is she telling the truth or is she playing the victim? Most of you guys think she plays the victim. I always think life is very nuanced. You know, people act certain ways at different times. They have different revelations about one another. Maybe Cody loves a victim. Maybe that's like how Robin feels fulfilled. I don't know. You know, Robin came from an abusive relationship with her first husband. Was playing the victim like her safety in that? I mean, there's like lots of to unpack, which to your point, to all of y'all's point, like that's what you want to get to in a, that's where Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen was uh, hosting this. He would have ate. I mean, he would have, that's what's so amazing about Andy. And, you know, it's time for like more if because lots of times in these shows, if you notice with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live or The Reunion, the tough questions, they always go, oh, you know, Sarah from Los Angeles wants to know, uh, Robin, are you really sobbing? Like, you know, they they I'm sure some of the questions are real. Some of them are made by production and they just go, oh, Luann from Palm Springs wants, you know, like. So then it doesn't make the host look like an asshole. It makes Luann from imaginary land, like look like an asshole. They got to start interacting with those questions. Like we got to get it. And we got to get them back in the room together, which they do end up filming in season 19, spoiler alert, because uh, there is um, Gwen's wedding that they all go to. So they are all in the room interacting. But anyhow, so that's part one of the one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, next week is part two. I believe we do get a part three. So we are going to get more sister wives over the next couple of weeks. Tons of engagement online um, on my TikTok at the Sarah Fraser show on my Instagram. My Instagram is popping off as well as a discussion place. And we have a Reddit. You want to start a topic on my Reddit. If you want to find out more of podcasts that I've done around sister wives and other topics, reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show everywhere you can find it. And lastly, today, I also have an exclusive interview. If you watch TLC's The Family Chantel, Chantel Everett. Ah, she's one of my dream interviews, dream interviews. Uh, she and anybody from Sister Wives is on the show today. And Chantel reveals, did she go on a 
date with Drake. What about Waka Flocka Flame? Or she and Waka Flocka, the rapper, seeing each other and basically what she thinks about all the famous men that have slid in her DMs. She gets into that. Are they going to stay on television? And she says she has hardcore proof that Pedro cheated on her, which she reveals on the show today. So you do not want to miss that podcast episode that is up right now. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.